Welcome back to We Are That Podcast. I am the problematic sister, Chris. I'm here with who? Your favorite Nigerian, Ugo. And what's up, y'all? It's Carly, your favorite West Indian shawty. Exactly. So a lot has happened in the past week to all of us. (laughs) Um, It's been a long-ass weekend, I'm telling y'all. Yeah, we don't even need to get into the specifics of everything. Just know that, just be happy that we're here. And our livers work. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just know that we made it here. Mine. Mm-hmm. Please, yeah, please pray for me. That's all I'm asking. Exactly, we made it here. Um, but today we're going to talk about something that pretty much almost all of our listeners probably experience on a daily basis, mm-hmm. which is adulting. Mm-hmm. Now, I know even by the word adulting, it's, it causes like a shiver or like a. Mm, kind of thing because it's weak in the knees suddenly that's what i'm saying because it really <laughs> is like a whole factor of just so many different emotions whether it can be happy sad frustrating annoying whatever the case may be um all of us here we're in our mid-20s so we've been in the adulting game for a few years now and Damn, don't be aging me i'm 21 <laughs> bitch i just said <laughs> You see her? I see that. You hate to see yeah. her. What's up with you? All right, I feel you. I feel you. Anyway. But anyway, um, what do you guys think adulting encompasses to you? Like, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a single off definition, but anything that encompasses what adulting means. I think it's basically responsibilities, like picking up more and more responsibilities, especially as you get older. Um, you know, when you're in college, you don't, your only responsibility is to get the stupid degree and move on. Like, but once you're considered, I know like in college, you're considered an adult, but once you graduate college, that's when everyone starts to really look at you. Like, oh, you're in a, you're a real adult. You're mm-hmm. in the real world now. But, um, I feel like when it comes to that, all that it encompasses is like putting more on your plate. Basically, that's how I, that's all I've, all I've experienced. I don't know about other people, but I don't know. It's definitely about like establishing your independence and learning how to maintain it too. It's hard staying afloat and like get, stick, I would say like establishing a routine that works for you and like maintaining it and learning. Oh, discipline is also really big too. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you are in that age when like you're grasping adulting you also are establishing self-discipline that's good that you say self-discipline because like when we get into our adult years we think that we're so free that (laughs) we don't even understand boundaries at some point like we just think that obtaining this newfound freedom we want to explore it so much that we don't understand our own limits and you know, it can lead to so many detrimental things, whether it's to your finances, to your mental health, to your physical health, to um, relationships or friendships that you may have. So definitely establishing boundaries and learning your level of discipline is extremely important. Um, So when it comes to adulting, to me, one of the main things that has changed from childhood and adolescence to adulthood is definitely how I view and maintain my relationships and my friendships. Um, 
you know, when you're younger, you're always around your friends. You know, when you're in school, you see them during school. If you're in extracurricular activities, you see them after school. Sometimes you see them when you don't even want to see them. To be yeah, honest. exactly. <laughs> like you, like yeah. they'll pop up at your house sometimes, right? and it's like just in your dorm. Like, can you go, leave? go like, home? <laughs> like, you have a place to stay. So when you know when you're an adult and you know you've passed certain milestones those relationships tend to change a little whether oh, it be by how busy you are the distance between you and a relationship that you have or some of your friends may move away whatever the case may be um so have your expectations on friendships and relationships changed as far as what you require in a friend you know sometimes it could be you needing a whole lot of time with them um you needing you just needing certain things from them so from your adolescent times to now as us being adults have any of those expectations or requirements changed for you i think for me definitely because um when i was younger not even younger but like high i guess late high school um college i expected my friends to just be there all the time but that was just based on proximity like nigga we all lived on like livingston campus so wasn't that hard to find us like just hit a text and we could meet at the student center or something right but now um some of the friends that i have like some of the friends i have from college i don't really talk to and and it wouldn't it's not like it's a purposeful thing i just don't really talk to you guys because of proximity and i know it's not a realistic thing to try and like maintain this friendship as harsh as it may sound not just like oh because you moved away we're not friends anymore but it's just like I can't maintain a friendship because I'm so busy with someone who lives so far away right it's difficult for me to even maintain the friendships that I have now like well when things get when things get busier in my life it's difficult for me to maintain the friendships and you guys have like witnessed that like there'll yeah. be times where I just I just disappear like I just yeah. be like bitch just do a vital check to make sure I'm still alive. Like, we yeah. don't have to talk all the time. We literally do mental health checks. Exactly. Like, everybody good? <laughs> exactly. And I think that, like, now as an adult, I feel as though that's all I really, well, not all, but that's one of the main things I really require from, like, a friendship. Because I know I'm busy. I know I know my friends are busy. I know everyone is busy. So I don't expect, like, everyone to just be there all the time. And it's going to be okay if, like, we don't talk all the time or like if there's certain things that we miss like if you miss a br- well not my birthday shit if you miss someone else's birthday in a friendship you miss mine that's it i'm not talking to you no more <laughs> wow that's it that's it period i feel like i say that every episode because you do but, <laughs> but there's just a different understanding that i have now as compared to when i was younger and i think that that's just a part of like um maturing uh, right everyone who else holds that same sentiment but mm. that pretty much sums it all up i feel like one of the most important components of friendship is understanding <clears throat> and it's just that just as we're growing everything in our lives are changing as well and you know just understand that i respect your time just as much as i would expect you to respect mine and it's just like of course if we if we're close and we've established that type of relationship you know that i'm always going to make an effort it really comes down to making an effort you know mm-hmm. what i mean um so of course if i devote time to you of course with like other things on my plate know that you're that special and important for me to do that but also understand that if things come into play where i'm not able to do so don't think that i think anything less of you 
just understand that we're adults <laughs> and just it, I feel like it just travels back down to just understanding and just being clear and like transparent with what's going on in your life at that time. You know what's funny? That actually it was a sad situation because I did lose one of my friendships due to what I would consider quote unquote adulting. Mm-hmm. Um it was like a birthday coming up and um she lived in New York. So I couldn't oh, okay. really attend said birthday activities because of my exam schedule. And everyone knows, like, if you know me, I don't give a damn what's happening. Listen, school is school. You can have your birthday next year, honey. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to really tell you if I have an exam coming up. It wasn't even like, it was like, you know, the first exam, you could fail and bounce back. Second exam, you might not want to do it. The yeah, third exam, okay. Sure. And then the final. Oh. This was the final. Oh, oh no, 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 no. So I, would keep t- I was telling her, like, we had the plans, everything, whatever. And then... um. I realized, like, I looked at the syllabus because it was, like, I think there was, like, three snow days. And it just messed up everything. Mm, So all the dates started moving. And I was, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I know I've been, like, a terrible friend because I've been mad absent with everyone. Not, like, specific. It was just with everyone. So, like, she started to feel as though I was, like, bullshitting. And I'm, like, listen, what am I going to do? Skip the exam just to go to a, like, birthday dinner? So I feel like if... Every, like if everyone in the friendship has the same understanding of priorities and respecting each other's boundaries, like circling back to the boundaries that you did say. Right. Um, because me, I'm very like, even with deadlines, with anything, y'all, I think y'all have realized now, like I'm a very anal person when it comes to certain things. So yeah. it's like, I know if I have to, if I have an exam on Tuesday, please don't disturb me the, the, the week before. Like, right. no. I have to study and I have to get things done. Mm-hmm. So right. if you can't respect that as a friend, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to say, you know, the friendship's over, but I am going to let you know this is what is happening and I'm not going to sacrifice that. It's a priority it's and that should be respected. Pri- exactly. And that definitely is something that I feel like should be established as you, you know, if you make new friends or if you're continuing friendships post-college or whatever the case may be, I feel like, it might, you might not have to sit down and have a hard black and white conversation like, look, this is what I like. <laughs> right, right. But the person should feel your vibe out and know you well enough to know like what you're, especially if you have like a goal in mind, they should know. You, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, I was going to say that because I feel like a lot of um, friendships come in acknowledging your friend's goals mm-hmm. and what it takes to achieve them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, us three in this room, like we all have similar goals, but we also have... Um, goals that we want to achieve individually and it comes in understanding what it takes to achieve those goals to make the friendship stronger like for example if somebody wanted to go away for a couple months because they wanted to um, obtain a new degree or they wanted to become a homeowner or they want to you know do whatever if I know that that's what you want to do as my as your friend I know the sacrifices that you need to take. Mm-hmm. And so you can't be in a section every weekend. Yeah, I can't I can't invite you. Can't invite can't you. Going out to eat. <laughs> y'all might have to go to freaking what's the cheap place? What's that place? Um on Route One where that nigga sent me the text. Oh, message? Jose Tejas. Jose Tejas. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers might have to go to Jose Tejas instead of trying to go to freaking Root Steakhouse and Ruth Chris. Okay. Yeah, like sometimes you just have to take that backseat and understand that with goals comes limitation. Yeah. Very true. And like in this group of women, I'm sure that all three of us have experienced that in some way. Like there would be times that one of us would be completely absent and completely just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. 
And that's just because it's something that we have to achieve ourselves. And, you know, by communicating with each other and giving each other said space, it comes to an understanding like, I want you to succeed. So I'm going to allow you that time in order to succeed. And I think that's a big part of maintaining a friendship as an adult. Like, it's not always going to be like the happy, ha ha, kiki, let's go out and do this one weekend and then let's go out and do another thing another weekend. Like, being an adult is hard. And there's those times when you just want to be alone. That's fast. Yeah. You know? So what would you guys say in regards to like adulting and balancing like uh, relationships? Like, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, like when I talk about friendships. For me, um, I'm very big on maintaining my individualism and I'm I don't want to say I'm like set in my ways, but I'm like a like what I like is what I like and I'm I'm I can compromise but a lot of things are things that I just can't compromise with and that all comes from being an adult um you know I have certain things that I own on my own and those comes with and those come with making a lot of sacrifices so when it comes to relationships it's kind of just like you just got to be able to work with me like as selfish as that may sound like I'm busy by nature. I have Ooh, a lot of things. and busy. <laughs> I love to hear Listen, it. that has to be an Instagram <laughs> caption. I am busy by nature. What yeah, do you I'm, mean? I'm busy what by you nature. You have free time. You're yeah. not and busy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy by nature. I pretty much have things to do all the time. Like, like the two ladies in here, they can attest to that. Like, I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. Even right as we're recording right now, I'm technically doing something else. And that's actually facts. That's actually facts. I'm actually doing something else right now. And it's kind of like, if you can't join that bandwagon with me, I'll compromise as much as I can in order to make a relationship work. But at the end of the day, my goals and where I need to be comes first. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get on that bandwagon, then you're a bum. Oh, um, you know oh no, what? that's not what you were going to say. I thought we were filling each other's sentences. <laughs> we're friends, so yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, like one of the hardest things that I actually have to realize, see, I'm very strange. I expect my friends to just know these things, about, but I don't like to apply it to myself. You can call me a hypocrite if you like. I don't give a shit. All I'm saying is, I remember one relationship I had like, I ran into the issue of, like, this man was busy. And, yeah, I was still in school. But, like, school has off-season. So when I wasn't busy, I'm like, okay, here I am. I'm free now. And I do the same with you guys. I'm like, okay, here I am. I'm free now. Literally. I expect you guys to drop everything. (laughs) 150%. The FaceTime calls I would get, where is everybody? I'm going to be like, I don't understand. Where's my attention? Literally, where is my, I'm ready for attention now. Guys, I'm ready for attention. Where are you? Meanwhile, it's like 3 a.m. when we're like. 9 o'clock in the morning. What do you want? Okay. And? So <laughs> normal people sleep at that hour. I'm just saying. Well, bitch, wake the fuck up. Adults sleep at that hour because oh. they sometimes have work in the morning. Well, I don't I guess know. in my off season, I'm a child. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. So, <laughs> after I just went on this long ass rant. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, seriously, I feel like it taught me like a lot, and like we love when things come back full circle. Because we sure do. This, this is yes, very current. Yes. To what I just expressed when I was off the mic. Oh yeah. So. Mm. It was that same guy, and I was like, listen, I just feel as though, like, you're really busy all the time. 
Um, and I remember I told this nigga the dumbest sh- to me. I feel like this quote is kind of childish, but it's kind of true. It's like, oh, if Barack can make time for Michelle, then wow. you can make time for me. <laughs> oh no! But I remember being so like annoyed because he was working and he's working in the same like career field that I'm like. So I was just like, I can't be. It took it took a lot for me to just sit down and be like, Gucci. You cannot be upset at this boy because you expect other people to understand this about you. Um, Why can't you just give him like a pass? Like if he's really busy, he's really busy. Like what do you want to do? Like what what are you going to do? Pull up at his job? No. (laughs) That shit is like two hours away. No, thank you. (laughs) That's the only reason why. Exactly. Otherwise, nigga, if you worked in East Orange, guess who will be there? Knock, knock, bitch. (laughs) Guess who? But um, I feel as though that's, it was hard for me to actually learn that when it came to relationships because I hold, I know you, people say you shouldn't, but like I hold relationships and friendships kind of different um, because I expect different things. Dick, my friend's not going to give me that. I don't know what you want me to say. But again, if I want the attention and the dick, I want it when I want it and I want it now. So why aren't you giving it to me? It's my money. And it's I my dick and I want it now. <laughs> but like it was a childish view for me to have and it took like a lot of maturing throughout that whole relationship to the point where it's like, I had to be like, okay, I understand that, you know, if you work overnight or if you work throughout the day and then, or if you like, you need to try, you need to do like certain things. I can't come in between that. And I can't be selfish and say, Hey, I feel as though I should be getting this attention. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm going to do that with y'all because when I want my attention from y'all, I'm going to get it. I don't know. If, first of all, I know where both y'all bitches live. So. <laughs> wow. And it ain't two hours away. <laughs> wow. So guess who's going to pull up? Yeah. But I feel as though that that's a big like thing for me now, um, especially as I get like further into my career and I get more busy. Um, when it comes to like relationships, I just think the biggest tip for me personally and understanding that person. Because there's no way I'm going to date somebody who's not, like, busy. Right. Because what are you sitting at home doing? Right. I, I don't understand. Like, there's no way I can. But that goes into a whole different topic. I'm not even going to get into that. But it's like, I would expect reciprocity in that aspect that we both understand what's going on. And if there's a time where, like, we can only talk, I'm not saying, like, we would have to talk, like, throughout the day, but, like, we can only talk once a day if it's, like, a quick phone call. Now, I'm more so like that. Rather than, like, in college, I'll be texting niggas all day instead of paying attention to the slide on the, like, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, because, I mean, who hasn't done Basically, that, Basically, right? I'm useless. Like, <laughs> but I think that that's definitely a big, like, helpful tip when it comes to, like, balancing my adult life and relationships and getting dick because I feel as though that's very <laughs> Because getting dick and relationships are two different things. Oh, they're different? I thought they were one and the same. No, because you, oh, no, you said relationships, friendships, getting dick, like as if. Well, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to read. I don't know. I don't have a rebuttal for that one. I'm sorry, Carly. No, no. <laughs> no, but Carly, how do you view relationships as an adult like is it different are your expectations different than when you were younger or like in your even in your adolescence maybe even sometimes people think that they just became an adult and they're in their late 20s late 30s whatever the case may be i know but spirit of uselessness uh, but 
whenever you were not, when you didn't consider yourself an adult, has your expectations changed for relationships since then? Um, definitely. I would, personally for me, I look at my friendships as a relationship that needs to be tended to with like the same, like, I would say urgency and just the same, not not the same care, but friend, friendships I hold to a very high standard. Um, and they're just as important to me as my relationships, romantic, romantic relationships. I remember um, being in a situation where a, a close friend of mine was in a long-term relationship with her man. And I, I want to say our friendship started just around the time that they're relationship started some something like that and during the course of our friendship I kind of felt like she was just she and her man were just attached at the hip mm -hmm. just always together up each other's butts it was actually like <laughs> kind of annoying to witness and not even on some hater shit but just in a sense of sounds a little haterish to me but yeah, I'm gonna I let think, you slide I think that's how you I'm should be though wow but in a sense oh, wait, wait, you talking for the first time <laughs> what's up do say D I mean I, to an extent but here's the thing though <laughs> you had just mentioned how you want to date somebody that's work and that's always busy da, 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 da. what I'm saying is my fault what I'm saying is is that you would look at them and you would kind of wonder do you guys ever give yourselves like a chance to breathe like apart from each other that's what it felt like and I understood that our priorities were different if that's how she is then that's how she is and I'm different that's cool and I found myself in a situation where it's just like I kind of like distance myself just to let her tend to that but being in that situation for the first time showed me that, okay, it's really important to establish balance between your mm. friendships and romantic relationships, which is, um, which I'm glad that we touched on here because being in that for the first time at first, I was just like, yo, and you know what? I also should mention that <laughs> again, I have never experienced a long-term relationship like them. So that also could be like, a factor. Ooh. Not me. No, I'm not look, saying look. you two. I'm she's saying about her friend. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm like sorry. her. Look well, she said like them, them being two people Look. in the room that are around. <laughs> Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shit. Damn. Now I'm like off track. But basically, what I'm saying is, is that compromise is important, and I will make those where I see fit, just like what Chris had touched on. But. It's just balance is key. Balance is key. I'm not trying to neglect friendships, and I'm also not trying to neglect my partner. Is it like, I think what you're trying to touch on is there has to be a balance between time spent with your significant other and time spent with your friendships, and you don't want to compromise your friendship for the sake of a relationship. Right. And I've been through that situation before where, you know, I've had a friend that gets into a relationship and they completely forget that we're friends. And the thing is, like, you guys, you, you can guys, say my name. You guys were being funny, but it's just like, like <laughs> you guys were being funny, but it's like voicing that it can come off like you sound like a hater. Yeah, yeah like okay, you stand there with your single ass, and you but see I, me happy ooh. with my man. I have to say it with ever um, directed like that to me <laughs> because it's like I'm not coming from a place of hate. I'm not coming from a place of jealousy. It's just me being in the picture before he was, before they were. I'm just telling you, like, I've noticed a change and something feels different in between us. Have you felt the need to um, 
address that with your friend or have you addressed that with your friend like as two adults yeah i actually had a a friendship a friendship and i had a fallout because of a reason like that and it took us coming together um like two adults and us just being like yeah we've been really distant why is that and then i voiced why and then she explained herself and then explained why she you know grew distant in response and yeah we reconciled and then we're good they're still with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good then. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I know like in my situation, when, and it's honestly, it's mostly with friends that are of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a male friend who gets okay, into yeah, a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. it's like they forget that me and you ever had a friendship. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, you're friends with that person before they had a relationship with the other person. Or in some cases, it's like, I know how you feel about your girl. Or oh. I know how you come feel. Come on, Pastor. You come know? on. And it's like, it. And it's like, you come <laughs> to me for all of the situations and all of the problems that you have with your relationship. Mm-hmm. For then, So then for you to turn a blind eye to me and act like you didn't chop it up with me about this same girl that you're riding for, it makes... It makes you feel like it's not only a slap in the face, but it's a slap in the face again. Yep. Mm-hmm. You Talk know? about it. I think that's... Because that, I was just saying to Chris, I was like, when you were saying your story, I was like, yeah, I've never experienced that. But once she like flipped the genders, because everyone who knows me knows I hang around mostly men, except these two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of my friends are all male. So um, I've experienced that where it's like, okay, I you come to me when you're talking about your girl now suddenly i haven't heard from you in x amount of like yep. years or something like that and it's yep. just like well damn like right when everything's going good y'all like you just disappear mm-hmm. but when things go bad now here you come running back to me don't come back to me no don't cry to me i, think, you know? <laughs> I don't want to hear it it's okay like I, I i definitely do agree with that that's all oh. So annoying. It's interesting because I haven't experienced that with Girl, my guy like, friends yet. Lucky. But you said you never experienced like one of your female friends. Well, yeah, because I only got y'all. Like, Where? yeah, I only got and y'all. That's really. it. Yeah, I got you and like a couple other girls, Shit. and then that's it. My, my guy friends that like I've established like a brother sister type relationship with. Whoever their partners are, like they they know what the deal is with me. Like you know what I mean. I think they just make it known from the jump that like hey this is sis and she's not going anywhere and like i don't want you to feel a type of way about the type of like friendship that we have but this is what it is i think that's a part of being an adult though like being able to tell your significant others that i am an adult who has adult friendships Mm -hmm. and it's like if you can't if you can't establish a friendship with somebody while maintaining your relationship Mm. it's kind of like and then all of a sudden they go on Instagram and then they block you off of their partner's Ooh, Instagram. And then their partner minute. makes another Instagram just to follow Pause you. on the plane. It's kind of really awkward. <laughs> but we're not going to get into it. No, we're just going to switch gears really quickly. Yeah, please, please, clearly, because that just got... Who goes in her feelings? <laughs> that just got my... She's like, nah, but... Talk about the block. Switching, oh, switching gears. <laughs> I actually have a question though. Have you guys ever felt like with this whole adulting thing and like life after college and whatever we're working th- that awkward like gray period that we're in right now? Have you guys ever felt like less than when it comes to like looking at your life, your accomplishments, the things that you're working towards? Um, I only ask because like there's been so many times where it's just like 
I've like gone into like some serious like low periods about it. Yes. So it'll be like I'm just looking at, and I think the main contributor to this is social media, like Instagram specifically, because you go on Twitter, all you do is laugh. But yeah. on Instagram, all of a sudden, everybody's successful. Everybody has six houses and three kids mm. and a dog. All of a sudden, like mm. where'd you guys get this? Right. But it's definitely affected me. So I just want to know, like, if you guys have been through that, or if it's just me sitting here on this island alone. No, I've. When I tell you, I probably go through that phase at least like twice a year, probably. Like on app. I'm not trying to say like it's scheduled. Like April, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have it, and then go. November, I'm gonna have it. Like time you know you sat. Like no, but I really do feel that way sometimes because I know my truth. You know, like I live with my truth every day. I know the things that I've accomplished. I know the things that I haven't accomplished, and I know the things that I'm working towards. You know, I don't consider myself a failure at all. You know, I've at the age that I am, I feel like I've accomplished a lot for, you know, my age. But sometimes it's like you think of all this stuff that you ideally would want, like whether it be material, whether it be, you know, just a fragment of happiness that you think other people have that you just don't have at that moment. And it hits more when you're in those low moments and then yes. you go on to Instagram and you see people living it up in Greece and you see people living it up in Thailand and they're Actually, having no, no, no. like the time Sorry, of their life. On, How the fuck y'all all get to Greece and Thailand and, and Bali? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on there? Why didn't I get inside the club? Because I don't, I don't understand how we're all, you know, 21 because we're not going to express our yeah, ages. Yeah, we're not going to show our ages. <laughs> If we're all in the same age group, what the fuck was y'all doing? And why did I miss the meeting? Because it's right. like, we went to school together. So I Thank mean, it's, you. it's like, it's not like, what did I miss? Exactly. That y'all got. Like, I was in class too. <laughs> shit. All of a sudden, I'm What's looking the at the cheat code? Like, <laughs> like, I got the piece of R1, paper. R1, R1, L2, R1. <laughs> like, bitch, what is it? Like, I got the piece of paper at graduation right. too. Like, what's different from my paper than your paper? That's facts. And it's like, I'm, and it's weird because like, I sit and I re- I realize what I do have. And what I do have is more than what a lot of people have. And I'm not saying that I'm wealthy. I'm not saying that I'm well off, nothing like that. But just looking at my life, I do have a decent amount of things that some people don't have at the moment. But for some reason, I feel like it's just me having a larger expectation on myself for me that I just haven't met yet. And I take that so strongly on myself that I don't even, that sometimes I forget to appreciate everything that I do have. So then when I see others and I see that they're experiencing certain things, I think that they have everything that I have and more. Mm -hmm. But they could have spent their last thousand dollars to go on that week and a half trip to Bali and then they come back and they're scrambling to get two, three hundred dollars in their account every week. Mm. And I and for me, I don't see the struggle because they don't they don't appre- they don't showcase the struggles on Instagram. They don't they showcase the trip that they went to on Bali where they're turning up and they're doing all that kind of stuff. And then they had to eat peanut butter and jelly when they were in Bali. Yeah, and they had to survive on ramen, (laughs) and they had to survive on, exactly, peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese, all that kind of stuff. And even if they do go and they get the salmon dinners and they get the lobster and all that kind of stuff, maybe they had to, you know, walk 15, 20 miles for that. Like, I I don't know the exact situation of what they're going through, but all I see is what I see. 
And I don't equate that to realism. Mm -hmm. And I stop myself from doing so many things based on the fact that I know what I have right now and I wouldn't want that in jeopardy. Mm. So I feel like another big factor about things is apart from like obviously Instagram because that was 100% true. But um, <clears throat> when I look back and I'm like, I get into those low moments and I'm like, damn, I should be doing more. I should be doing this. I kind of feel like is there's like an unspoken pressure when it comes to like my family life because I feel like I have such big shoes to fill because of my fucking brothers who decided to be successful. I I can't wrap my mind around it. I was like, y'all niggas didn't want to do something basic. Like, mm -hmm. Y'all niggas just wanted to shoot for the stars and get it. Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like, but I just feel like when I compare myself to them and like the oldest, I'm a middle child. Um, the first three, they went off to go and be so damn successful. And I'm just like, damn, like I'm still not there yet. And it'll be like little things. It's not as though anyone in my family is like purposely putting pressure on me. It's just like, for instance, like even today before I left, my dad's like, oh, Gucci, can I get money? Like, he, like an amount that bitch, who told you that I would have that? Ready, right? <laughs> and I just looked at him. I was like, I don't understand why you think that I would have that. You have children that are doctors and lawyers. Why don't you go ask them? Like, <laughs> what are you asking me for? Like, you see me, st I'm still trying to make it. But like, it's like unspoken things like that. I just feel as though they, when I get into those periods of like, damn, I'm not doing much. Like, look at what the fuck I have. Like, they get to me more because it's like, now, look at what the fuck I have. I go on Instagram, look at what these motherfuckers in school had. Now, I turn around, my brothers have, and I'm just like, well, shit. Who doesn't have shit? My fucking dog, Milo. My dog's name is Milo. So I'd be like, damn, Milo's the only one that I'm really competing with. Like, shit. Like, <laughs> like damn. But it's just, it really does get to me sometimes. And when I get to those moments, it's just like, it's really the worst. Because you, you kind of don't want to, like, come out and say, hey, I feel less than. Or, like, I feel like I'm not doing enough in my life. Because once you do that, everyone's like, oh, well, look at the bright side and look at what you do have and count your blessings and blah, 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 blah. And that's exactly how they sound. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, ah, nigga, I know. I get, I hear you. It's not like I don't know to count my blessings. Right. Um, But it's like, I still feel like, and I feel like a big part of it, I don't know why in our generation, like, we feel as though we need to rush. Um, mm, Because as Chris said, we're all like, middle in our middle 20s like mid 20s um i kind of feel like I, I see myself like just racing to do all of these things and even like my when i first started school like my ex-boyfriend at the time he was like why don't you just do this program that's this many years and all this he was like no i have to do the accelerated one i have to get it done i have to do this da, 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 because i can make x amount by this age right. and then i remember like i was reading back like my plan to my brothers like i was just texting it to them and they were like where where are you rushing to? Because it took a lot for me to realize they didn't get the stuff that they got when they were my age. And by that time, I think I was like 22. I don't know where the fuck I thought I was going to get. <laughs> like right. They didn't get the shit that they got. They literally put in years to get the shit that they got. But I wasn't seeing that. All I was seeing was, okay, now they're doctors. Okay, now these two are lawyers. Okay, now this, this, that. Right. But at 22, where were they? And I wasn't right. thinking that. So I feel as though once you get wrapped up in like this whole social media look, um, when you go on Twitter, people are always saying, oh, I feel like I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time to do what? Yeah. 
And they can't even answer that. Yeah, it's like, what are you, where are you, what's going on? Who told you? Because there's always this phrase that I don't say it. Sometimes I say it when I'm trying to be a hoe, but um, (laughs) life is short. It's really not. Like, motherfuckers really be living to like 110. So and people be getting yeah. married at like forty five. Exactly. So exactly. And oh, marriage Twice. is a whole nother thing. We're not even about to go into that one. But it's mm. like you're trying to do all of these things and like retire by forty. Why? For because what? Drake did it, or not even Drake didn't even do it yet. Like yeah, Drake still who going. really retired. If y'all about to fact check me, but who really retired at forty? Like, don't fact check me. I don't need the answer. Just in case. I'm trying to prove a point. Exactly. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel as though everyone now took that mentality and ran with it and they feel like by age 27 you have to have the three kids and you have to have been to Bali twice and you have to go to fucking Greece and you have to do all of these things and it's like nobody told you can that. I just say something it's shout out to those that are retired at 40 <laughs> but the if thing you are is, if you have a brother that's in your 20s you can send it <laughs> to me the thing is is that the one one of the goals for me is to be able to profit monetarily and emotionally mentally by doing what i love and if i'm able to do that i want to be able to do that for as long as i can while i still can so i'm not in any rush to you know put in all this hard work now and then be able to relax at 40 on a beach in a mansion like that's not my end goal i want to if i'm still at 80 95 still with all my mobile functions and I'm still able to perform to my best ability doing what I love and, you know, executing all these passions that I damn sure will be doing that. Yeah. Because at that point it's not work for me. It's not toil. It's not something that's exhausting me. It's something that I'm choosing to do because I want to. I don't know about 90 though. At 90, I'm just trying to have as much much sex as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know I'm about to kick the boot, so I might as well just fuck until I do. That's all I'm trying to do. (laughs) And like not for nothing too, but it's just like I see in our generation, we're kind of like eager to kick those that are above us out the picture so that we can get a move on. And I know when I'm in their position, the younger generation is gonna to be trying to kick me out too so it's just like nah while i'm here i'm gonna stay here for as long as i can and i feel like a lot of people don't appreciate (laughs) a lot of i feel like a lot of people don't appreciate the downsides of being an adult sometimes like when you're struggling you know it sucks to feel like you're struggling you know it sucks so bad but when you rise from that struggling and you do reach where you want to go like the ascension feels so much better. Like I forgot what Cute I was Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, like please. Uh, my friend actually Suddenly took. I started dancing. Like, I was like <laughs> no, but my um, I forgot what I was watching. But somebody quoted something, um, and they they say you don't really appreciate your wins until you appreciate your losses. And when I heard that, I was I like, like no, real facts, because I was like. Everything that I've ever accomplished in my life came from me going through some shit. And, you know, everybody loves a good redemption story. Everybody loves a good rags to riches story. You know, (laughs) like sometimes like sometimes we tend to downplay those that are like, oh, you were born into money and you just so happened to be successful. Like, nigga, you already got there. But like the person who really had to work their way up to get to money, like we appreciate we tend to appreciate those stories more. And. For me, it's like kind of like what Carly said, like, I will never stop my grind for anybody else to shine. Mm. Like, 
obviously, you know, if you're my people. We're going to tweet that yeah. on the on the But podcast, wait a minute. But, if you're in a position to put your people on, that's different. No, than yeah, no, shine. yeah, that's different. That's different. Okay, I'm I don't not want you to like. No, no, no. I'm not saying like if I'm shining, I'm stopping my people from shining. Word. I'm saying if I'm on the road to shining and somebody is deliberately trying to stop me from shining, I'm not gonna stop. Like Word. because can't stop, won't stop. Exactly, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like can't stop, won't stop. Get down, baby. hey, yay, yay, girl. But <laughs> nah, real shit. Because it's like, what is me stopping gonna do for me? It'll only gain for you, and I don't want anybody else to. I like, I want people to win, but at the end of the day, I want me to win. You and know you what absolutely can want the that for yourself. The craziest thing I feel as though with adulting, it has taught me to be very selfish. Yep. Um, and not feel bad about it. Exactly. There we go. And not feel bad. Such a negative connotation. Selfishness. No, it doesn't have to. It doesn't. It doesn't have to no, have no. That's that, what I'm though. saying. It doesn't have to. It ha- a lot of people equate selfishness as something bad, um, and it's just like it doesn't. Everybody. Have I to feel be. Like everybody's like selfish. With like what Chris just said, I'm not going to stop doing me. Just be, not. I don't. I hate sounding insensitive. I just hate it. But I'm not going to stop doing me just because you feel the type of way. I'm sorry. It's like, true. It's true, it, though. It, you know, everyone, as I said, everyone gets to those low periods, and I I want everyone to have these, like, type of feelings where you don't stop doing you just because somebody's feeling a type of way or hating or whatever the case may be. You can address those. Like, if it's a friend that comes to me and it's like, oh, yeah, I noticed you just did this and you did that, and da, 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 da. I'm going to be like, you know, everyone gets to those moments, and everyone has these feelings, and everyone has these periods of downtime. But I hope and pray that you take and you if you look at me as that person like if if i come to my brothers and say you know what y'all motherfuckers is mad successful i'm feeling the type of way i definitely don't expect my brothers to turn around and say well let me give up my career as a doctor Word. just right. so, so that i can make the you doctorate like, literally. Like, literally. Uh, no literally. the niggas would be like bitch if you don't go read your right. fucking book right. and do better like yeah. I hope that that will take that as a motivation because you see where I came from and you see the struggle that I had to go to and now look where I am. Yeah. Don't take that as you see the struggle that I came from and you're not taking that as motivation. Here, let me come down off of where I am and meet you at the level that you're at. No, I'm going to use what I'm doing to bring you up. And if it's not working that way, I don't know what to tell you. Let me tell y'all something. I love seeing my people win, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. friends, my mm-hmm. family. When I tell you, when I see y'all win, not to make it a me thing, but it part of me feels like I want to. Exactly. Yeah. No, how so, fuck you mean? Not, you know what I mean? Okay, no, so we're like, on the same page with bitch, that. Because, no, like, for sure. I love seeing the drive and especially being witness to such a thing. I can only take that as inspiration. I can only stay here and just be in adoration and then just use that as fuel to keep up to want to work harder yeah and such like that yeah Honestly. i feel like um a, a big part of adulting also is like you acknowledge your family and friends wins because you know yours is coming yep mm-hmm. so you can't sit here and like say for instance like these ladies like they got a new job both of them and they deserve their accolades like that's what the fuck it is how would I look if I turn around? I'm not saying I'm unemployed. No, Jesus God, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm let's not. not get like, let's not get it fucking twisted. Bitches is naturally busy, right. like Chris said. But uh. 
how would I look, Carly, if you hit the group chat and it's like, oh, I got a new job? I would be like, damn, I'm still at my old job. Yeah, nah, like, what? Nah. Your wins are my wins. Exactly. I'm rooting for you. And if that's I'm in how your it's corner, I'm here But a lot you. of people, yeah. what I notice, like, people, like, will secretly, like, just have, like, a... I don't know what the feeling. Like a I'm not sour like, spot, yeah. like and it's like what like what damn that should be me or damn why me. couldn't or, you should and not that necessarily, way, or necessarily not why isn't that me but why is it, is it her you? Why exactly is it you? you know like, what did you do that I didn't do and right? it's something like that like and that's why I'm thankful for the friend group that I have because with them not to like brag or anything but in my friend group I have one person that's continuing nursing school i have one person that's moving out three of us got new jobs one like it's a lot of shit that's happening in our group and for me to be a part of that it's like for all of those people that had those instagram um videos in thailand and the person that just got a new house and the person that's just got a new car my circle is good you know and we're still growing and we're still doing great things and to know that that's genuine like we're not putting on a front when it comes to our group chat you know it's you know a lot of people put on fronts when they go on their instagram pages and none of the people that be in their instagram pages be be supporting trips that they can't really afford because my mom always told me if you can't buy it twice you can't afford it honey listen so don't take the trip and then all of a sudden you're tripping about thirty dollars like that's another story this that we're gonna come talk come through about. Like, <laughs> this reminds me of one of the times we were at your place ugo for like one this is when we have well when i had first visited your, visited your new place and i See, remember walking grind. around and, and let me get to it let me get to it for our listeners you know, i told owners. her <laughs> we were i was seeing it for the first time we were walking around she was giving me the tour and i was like damn chris got her own place you got your own place it's my turn next like i'm ready and what and the fuck and one of the things i remember is you were like now, nah, like, take your time. When it comes, you'll be able to. Like, you know, don't rush. And now look. Mm. All of us. All of us. All of us. So Period. just like what your mom said, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't, if you can't, don't. Don't do it if you can't do it if, twice. I'm telling you. We got houses. We got cars. <laughs> we got full-time <laughs> jobs. Like, we have things yeah. for us. And we're looking. And it's like, as adults, I... I'm going to bring it back to a place because I remember there was a time when um, Ugo and Carly were in my house, maybe like 5 a.m. And all of us broke <laughs> oh my down, God. broke down. Oh my and we, God. We was just all crying. We were all, everybody <laughs> cried. Everybody cried had a reason so to cry. I cried so much that I passed no, out no, but in to her this couch. Day, one of the most important parts of that conversation. <laughs> I did. I cried so much that I passed out. No, we out. all cried. We all cried. <laughs> and we, we all literally went to sleep right after. <laughs> but um, one of the most important things I took from that conversation, we had a conversation about, um, Y'all about to make me cry. homeless people. Mm. And, you know, we see these people, you know, who are unfortunately on the streets, whatever the like, circumstance may be. And we're caught up with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see these people in real life. Mm-hmm. But we caught up on what we see on social media. Like, I remember, like, when we were in college, there was, like, it was, like, an unspoken rule that we wait to see how parties are when we see multiple people on Instagram talking <laughs> about it. Like, because anybody that. can make a party look good. Yeah, I remember So that. if you see multiple frames of the party, yeah. that's when you know whether or that not you should go. Yeah. And that, 
like weirdly enough, like those two things like kind of correlated to how thankful I feel in my adulting stages at mid twenties. Cause it's like, I've had many a times where I've broken down to, um, Rowan Carly, to my mother, to any of my other friends. And I just, sometimes I just stop and I think of how thankful I am to have gotten to this point. That's true. And to have, and to still have the same people that I had last year mm-hmm. and the people that I had the year before that. Yeah. Because the people that are on this mic that you're listening to right now, I've had with mm-hmm. me. So, and a lot of people can't say that. A lot of Even at can't. this table, we've had people that have been fleeting in our life, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. Very or, or fortunately. fortunately. Or fortunately. Okay. It's very fortunate. Or fortunately. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He can relate. So sometimes we just, you know, forget to have those little moments where we just you know thank what's God. weird with you saying that? I feel as though that's another part of, like, adulting. Like, I remember when I lost, like, my first, like, I would quote unquote childhood friend. And I felt as though like I I couldn't breathe. Like I was like, I don't understand why mm. why this is happening. We've had so many years together and we've Talk done all it. of these things. We have so many memories. But uh, everything comes full circle. Wow, my mom is a great person, actually. I because um recently like I got into an issue with one of my like friends and my mom always said she was like don't you remember every because she's a very like she's a prayer warrior as nigerians would say i like Um, that (laughs) so like she prays for us a lot and that's definitely a good thing and she said don't you remember before i went on like the recent trip i went on um her pastor came to the house and mind you it was like 2 a.m and i was tight i was like why the fuck I was like, why the fuck am I awake? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was you so upset. I love my work. I don't understand. I have work at 7 a.m. Why am I awake at 2.15? Praying. Oh, yeah. I would have been, I would have been mad, too. So, but um, she was like, don't you remember when Pastor prayed for you? He said to reveal all unfriendly friends. And when she said that, because I had just gotten back this weekend, and I was telling her all of this stuff, just just into her. And she's like, don't you remember Pastor prayed for you to reveal all unfriendly friends? And I was like, well, yeah, but I don't think that that's... She was like, no, you can't argue when you lose these friends because God is revealing to you what's supposed to be in your life and what's not supposed mm-hmm. to be in your life. Wow. So when she said that, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. look at that. Uh-huh. I was sitting here like complaining the whole weekend because some people have told me like certain things about certain friends that I have. And that's why most friends I don't mix because everyone has different opinions about mm-hmm. everybody. I said that in episode one. Just one, in case y'all want to see, we love a full circle moment, by the mm-hmm. way. That, and that but, episode um, about introduction and passion marks. That's it. <laughs> but I say that to say because certain people have said certain things and it's like, okay, I take those into consideration, but I'm still going to hold these relationships. But, you know, once your mom says it and once your mom's it pastor hit, says it, it it's different. like, oh, that yeah. shit hit real different. Hit different. But I remember like when I lost my first friendship, it was like, I couldn't believe it. But now... Just this past weekend, I'm looking at like the friendships that have like failed, and I'm like, okay, well, this is God's way of revealing like unfriendly friends to me, and I feel as though like that's a way that you can measure true like maturity mm-hmm. because in life you're gonna lose relationships, you're gonna lose friendships regardless. Like even if you're not trying to, it's just going to happen, yes. and it's either you decide to look at it like, okay, what has this lesson taught me? What has this person like? What have I gained from them and what can I take moving forward? 
Or you sit there and you dwell in the past. Remember when last episode I was talking about dwelling in the past? You see how everything comes full. You see what I'm doing? You see it. You see it. You see it. But like, you don't dwell on that and you don't say, okay, I can't believe. And let me try to make it work. Or let me try and compromise past my boundaries Mm -hmm. to make this person happy. Mm -hmm. So when once you become a full adult, you realize things are going to either work out and not work out. What did you learn from it? How do you move on from it? Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Right. I don't know. That's just me because now I look at things from a completely different mindset because I remember when I first lost that friendship, I was like, damn, I need to bring it back because of the like the memories that we held, the years that we held. But now I'm like, no, I don't really need that in my life because yeah. you've taught me the lessons I need to learn. You've taught me the boundaries that I need to know with said friendships moving right. forward. Now, how can I apply it move, like as I grow older? You get? And not for nothing, um, sometimes it's... So, just because you've had a friend for X amount of time doesn't mean that they're entitled to like this type of relationship in your life. Because I know people in my life that haven't been there for long, but our friendship is so intimate and is so rich compared to one that I have with another that has been for longer. That's true. You know what I mean? That's actually very true. Yeah. Like, for instance, um, with the friendships that I have with these ladies, like Chris, of course, I've known her from college, but Carly has been two years. Right, two, like, years. two years. Two years, yeah. But Carly knows what time I have my scheduled shits. <laughs> um, Vice versa. Because like, we just of, like yeah. that. Yeah. A lot of my friends don't know that. Nah, like, we, we, we <laughs> now really we be in the group chat. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, did you shit today? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're that personal with each other. Like, if you can't be that personal. Exactly. Like that. But I feel as though, like, that's a big lesson I had to learn, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Just because you've been in my life for X amount of years, I apply this to relationship, friendships, even family. Even family. Yeah. But thankfully, I've never been in a situation where I've like had to apply it to family. But Same. if it does apply, mm. but just because you've been in my life, even since I took my first breath, that does not entitle you to my space. Right. Mm. Once mm. I feel as though you are encroaching on my space and you are making a negative impact on my life, my success, my productivity, whatever the case may be, you're gone. Absolutely. Like, that's it. And that's that on that, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. She just Same. threw the tagline out there. I, mean, I had to. It was so perfect. that on that. Oh, oh it girl. Was it was perfect. Wait, sidebar. Um, I forgot what show I was. It was Love and Hip Hop. I do watch Love and Hip Hop, whatever. But this girl said, she said, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, like perfect. with a K instead of a T. Is that is it Atlanta on? Uh, Hip, uh, my Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, what happened to like, Everything that? was so perfect. Perfect. Not your grammar. The fuck? Oh. You mad? Perfect. Oh, here go Chris. Every episode, she gonna get mad at something. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Bruh. Yo. Uh, I'm mad at perfect. The only thing that I will respect is respect on my name. Respect. That's the only oh, yeah, thing I got. No, tree, y'all. Oh, y'all, tree, y'all. Yeah, I'll oh, do that, no, that's too. that's my language. No, he didn't say it like that. Oh, he didn't though. say it like that. Okay, never mind. Oh, no, it wasn't like an accent. That's just how he said it. Like, <laughs> it was just foolishness. <laughs> you know Birdman kind of. Oh, yeah, it was It was Birdman. <laughs> We're not about to do this because I feel like every episode you pick a celebrity. He was bully. sitting there huffing and puffing with I his honestly chest didn't out. even provoke this one. No. So. What? I said every episode she picks a celebrity that she's going to bully. 
I didn't put before it was we about to turn this into no, like a no, segment. First it was Steve Harvey, then it was Chris Kanye. got beef with no, today. It was, it was Kanye Kanye first. I thought it was Steve Harvey first. No, no, no. That was episode one where you got mad at Kanye because I said he was cute. I get mad at oh, everybody. Yeah. I get mad at everybody. To be honest with you, if you got a reason for me to be mad at Chris, you, stay with us. Static, you feel me? At least I'm consistent. Like, oh, that's okay. the thing. And that's, thing I've been, that's the thing I've been preaching. I stay consistent. You don't gotta fight with me. Shit. Like I wasn't gonna say anything. I like that though. Yo. But as we're wrapping up episode one, we're gonna tune into the You mean episode epi- Jesus episode Christ. one. Sorry, I was talking about episode one with Kanye. We're on episode sorry. we're on episode six. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Listen. Damn bitch. Y'all wanna fight? <laughs> the fuck? We're ending it just like we ended Damn, the Damn, motherfuckers one. make mistakes. As adults, we make mistakes. Okay. <laughs> Relax. She tried to make it full circle so bad. Shit. Motherfuckers want to fight so bad. I'm sick of y'all. I'm uh, sick of y'all. I'm sick of y'all shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers always talk about faith don't make mistakes. <laughs> Fuck this school always trying to flip talk about this school. in school and I'm like oh she quoting Chief Keef because at this moment sometimes you know that's when I knew that bitch was my friend I was like wait yeah. this bitch had me really sitting here reading this whole thing and at like halfway I was like you didn't niggas he said Chief Keef in the first line and you got half fucking this school always talking about if you want sometimes to fight, you need to be reminded like of that there's a lot of negative energy coming from my left and I don't appreciate it so shout out to Chief Keef young MA did say I gotta hit it to the left of me so Bitch, I got I two. What's good? Time. That's Did you wild. see her face? <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. Wow. <laughs> Yo, that is so wild. Okay, 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 okay. Wine of the week. Damn. Yeah, because we, we've been drinking wine so. on episode. What what episode are we on? Six. I want to fight so bad. Sexy six. Stop pulling your shirt. What the fuck? <laughs> We're not even like recording this episode Nigga, on we video. Call it adult it's like, it's adult the camera's out. I, like, I'm confused. Uh, the cameras are not out on this episode. Just I was relax. Fixing my shirt. She said sexy sex. Damn, bitch. You want to be like, come on, son. All this just energy y'all to the left of me. First of all, I that, feel mad. No, no, no. You should be directing that energy to the left because she's bigger than both of us. Okay, but we need to address this to I the mic because what, this isn't about me. <laughs> this isn't about the fuckers in school that be talking about fuck Chief Keith. Okay, fuck the, the school is talking about. <laughs> it's just about the wine of the week. That's all right. It. So the wine Shit. of the week. Go, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like you done us? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, Honestly, so the wine of the week we have two. My lovely, lovely friend Ugo. Brought a Cabernet Sauvignon. Because you know I hate that shit. I brought it for her. She got the shit on me. No, no, no. Um, we have here Beringer. Is that how you pronounce it? I thought it was Beringer. I thought it was Beringer. Damn, you got corrected real quick. So we could throw that sponsorship out the window. But I take a I take a break from the douce real quick. But now I know everything. 
Okay. Right. No, 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 heard. No, yeah, not he was, that type of artist. No, he was, was yeah, he was right. real quiet real, this episode, too. So you ain't. I ain't get asked no questions. What happened? You interject you always all the time. Interject. You always come about? in. You know, I try to be a gentleman. Since when? Ooh. I try to watch my steps. You were Since a gentleman when, when you finished that with, say I'm by yourself three, that one time? I'm with three powerful women. I can't just jump in oh, when I brother. want. Oh, Look at this. This Look guy. At this. That cop oh, out. Brother. <laughs> but he's not long. And it, Right. Yeah. I never am. It's Leo season, by the way. Okay. Oh, you know what? Oh my God. If y'all don't stop talking about the dusty ass Leos, <laughs> don't nobody want to I'm nasty not- ass Leo. The fuck? By the time this episode come out, it's not even gonna be Leo season thank anymore. You. So. Like, thank Anybody you. And I about keep y'all. Like, it's always Leo season. God forbid. No. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> like, God forbid. No, thank you. Nah, Anyways, on to the other wine that we have. Big Sipper wine. It's a rosé. Um, this shit, this bottle big as hell. I'm not like it. I mean, it got us through this episode. Roses are like pretty high on my list now. I've grown a taste for them. Oh, so you don't like these nasty ass No, no, no. Cabernet? I do. I, I, I'm starting, to, I'm expanding my taste. Like, I like Cabernets. I like Roses now. And um, what else? Moscatos. I know I definitely don't like Merlots. What the hell? So far. Merlot is good to cook with. That's something else that um I'm learning too. Like what wines are good to cook with? Y'all be cooking the wine. Yeah, Chris does. Yeah, I have I have yeah. yet to try, but Chris has. I have like when you tried a dish from Chris, when you so make... I would like to know because <clears throat> I've been to her house multiple times. I don't know what type of host she is to be honest. <clears throat> to be honest, all she offers me is hookah and liquor. That's not what you As asked for. As if I'm like some type of scientist. Sounds like okay, but this no, sounds like true crazy. barcode up no, in here. No, that's crazy because <laughs> when I every time I come there, it's never. Oh, Faith, do you want something to eat? Do you want a steak? Do you want some lobster? You know, some freaking shrimp, um, crab cakes. No, give caviar. Me. No, but Faith is the main person that hit up the group chat. Like, yo, so what are we gonna order? That's oh, to shit. the house. Alternative <laughs> facts. I don't believe that to be true. We don't. I don't, I don't know who has. We don't endorse home. those statements no, on this podcast. I don't. I don't do that. No. When I come to your place, I expect like a nice homely meal. Um, but <laughs> like Papa John's that. at your house. Oh, Ooh. bitch! Now we're getting <laughs> personal. I my door. No, that shit. Was, to... No, that shit was hitting low key. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was. Uh huh. It was hitting. Low Remember key, how it took set. us like thirty minutes to order a no, pizza? No, because though? these bitches said that pineapples on pizzas is disgusting. And this, and is, I, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. And I will slap everybody in here. Slap, slap all five I'll line of us. all y'all motherfuckers <laughs> up. And I'll slap the shit out of all y'all with one go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't need to you slap too. me. You too. You say Daryl. You too. We need to slap me. We need a we producer. Need a producer. Right. Relax. Need right. a producer. Right. She didn't mean that. Relax. No, I didn't mean it. Mike is still here. <laughs> but anyway y'all thank you guys for listening to this episode thank of we so are that podcast follow us on all of our social media at we are that pod and if you have anything that you want to ask us per chance we're pretty open as you guys can see um you can either dm us on any of our pages or you can email us at we are that podcast at gmail.com don't, don't dm me I don't DM those. DM the DM, DM the Carly group. No, oh. DM the group. Oh, okay. DM the group. DM I don't like that. DM the group, Twitter, or the group. So Ugo's DM. DMs are closed, by yeah. the way. So Unless don't DM the only her. The way you can DM me and the shit is open is if you're offering me money. Don't DM me otherwise. So if you're offering her money, you yeah. could DM Ugo. Yeah. Just don't be offer, like, what's your cash out? Don't offer her Jose Tejas, though. Yeah, definitely don't oh, offer her Jose. Don't do At that. At my status? Chris, don't are your DMs that. open? No, no. Okay. I mean, if you want, if you need like some advice, okay. 
Nah, yeah. fuck your advice. If y'all don't DM the the podcast, don't don't do that to me. <laughs> I'll be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So Jesus. DM the podcast. Yeah, DM, DM the, podcast. the podcast, please, please. And that everybody is the that, that on that. that. See ya. Bye, y'all.